Hey guys, welcome back to Junk Drawer. I am Samuel Stewart. I'm. <laughs> I'm Antonio Lara. I'm Brian Rivera. And this is the Junk Drawer Podcast. Junk. Welcome back, everyone. Yes, yes, Junk Drawer. This is us. This is we. We is here. So, um, Sam, you said you wanted to talk about music yes. this episode, correct? Yeah, yes, because we really got real in-depth in the last episode, uh, which is actually great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, this is pretty good. A lot of people that actually that watched it, like, dude, I, some people, actually, some people were like, I didn't play video games, but that was actually, like, pretty funny. You want the water? My bad. Yes, please. Sorry. There you go. It's filtered. It's oh, filtered water. Filtered water. This, this is an ad for filtered water. <laughs> yeah, just drink filtered water. Only filtered water. Yeah. Don't drink bottled water, just filtered. Just filtered. But yeah, uh, we got really into video games uh, in our last podcast, in case you haven't gone to see it. Uh, might be in the car up there or there. One or of those there. two. One of those corners. Or just go on just the Just right channel. over all of our yeah, <laughs> Maybe it's spinning around the screen. Who knows? Um, <laughs> More uh, work for Tony. Yep. <laughs> the, I think that music is probably one of the like, big contributors to everybody's lives. You know, going oh, through, yeah. getting through each day. I wouldn't say, you know get straight into the sad stuff although sad stuff does make you feel better oddly enough maybe it's just something to relate to yeah mm -hmm. i think music has more of an impact on some people some people more than others um but everyone definitely has some connection to music in their lives there, there's always something that's connected to music that that they can go back to and remember how they felt at, at, at that certain time there's always People are always listening to music. I, I think it doesn't matter who you are, you listen to music one way or another, whether that's a movie or game soundtracks, whether that's a rapper you like, what, whether that's just like playing in the radio, what whatever's playing on the radio at that time. Or if you genuinely get into music and you search out different music styles to listen to, everyone listens to music. And... Uh, um. Even though it might affect someone slightly more than you, I still think everyone has has that connection to music, no matter mm -hmm. who you are. Definitely draws up like memories. Like just hearing one song, it can be ingrained in the back of your brain, and hearing that song again can bring up either good or bad memories. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, it's just funny when it comes to music, and you know that actually, actually. Oh yeah, let's let's stay on this part because I I can say there's a number of songs that I have an attachment to. Like I wouldn't say it's even just songs. Sometimes sometimes it's the artist. Sometimes it's the one song that they have. Because sometimes you build that connection with people. Sometimes you build it with surroundings. So like whenever you go to a certain place, it makes you remember that portion of it. So right when I was growing up, there's a song, uh, "Breathe" by, uh, Telepop Music. Um, the that one song it always actually bring up not only my surroundings, but actually a similar smell. And come to find out years later, that smell is actually uh, Midsummer's Night, which is a candle by a Yankee candle. I don't know if you guys have ever smelled that before, but it's like my all-time favorite. And I associate that from every time I got to spend with my dad. So, you know, right. it's always, mm -hmm. you know, there. It was always like, wow, this like brings back memories because, you know, it's just key moments. There's like, That's awesome. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm the same way with a lot of music. I was always into music from the very beginning. Um, yeah, look at your whole entire family. You guys are all like musically inclined, like yeah, amazingly yeah. so. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, but uh, I think how it started with me is a big influence on 
on um, my life was definitely my my dad. Um, I used to listen to to a lot of his music um, when I was younger, and uh, he also bought a drum kit um, when we were very young. And I used to always plan it all the time, and that's that's how that's like my main instrument that I play is the drums. I love the drums. Um, uh, not only that, but like my parents got Guitar Hero for me when I was young as well for the PlayStation Two. So I. Uh, in the last episode, I said Guitar Hero was one of the few games that I'm really good at, and that's because I I played it ever since I was a kid. I was really young when I first started playing it, so I got a lot of, I I got a lot of experience with that. And you know, guitar as well. We had guitars around the house. I never actually learned how to play until high school, but um, just being able to hold a guitar helped significantly. And being able to move my fingers around the fretboard, even if it was just p- like pressing buttons mm-hmm. on a guitar controller, that that helped significantly when I was trying to learn. So I learned really fast. Yeah, I wish I had that kind of skill because uh, I'm not musically inclined. I uh, am musically declined. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you on that one, Brian. I'm with you on that. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, like, there's not. I mean, it's always good to see people, you know, find out songs that they like so so much, but then actually are able to like replicate that themselves. Like, mm-hmm. you see songs by like The Weeknd, Drake, uh, anybody else, but then there's people who are playing those same songs, like The Violin, and you're like, Yeah, what? <laughs> I love, I'm more impressed by classical music than I am by like a rap song or something. Like you could never pass down a good piano, at least to me. That's my opinion. A good yeah. piano, it's it's art. Yeah. It's pure art to me. It's one of the hardest instruments to learn. Oh, yeah. Besides violin. My... I know someone that knows violin. Is it, um, is it viola? Is that another one? Or is it the same thing? It's, it's, it's as far as I know, it's... easier from what I've heard. Yeah. Because my, my... They're like slight variations, I think. I, I mean, I can't really speak um, right. <laughs> that much. I don't... I'm not that... Um, educated on violin but there's there's like viola violin fiddle yeah uh i believe um my brother anir he plays the i think he, i believe he plays the violin is it violin viola one of those two i always see it and i'm just like wow i'd love to learn how to play that i'm not gonna so that, that's how i am every time looks, i pick up an instrument like i have a guitar in my room i'm like i'm gonna learn how to play this and then i just start it and i'm like nah <laughs> yeah but uh, I, I'll stick to trying to sing, <laughs> right? So I sing low in the car. Woo-hoo. If you if you've ever seen people playing violin, it looks and they make it look easy. Oh, it, yeah. But it's it looks so hard to me, really personally, because well, first of all, there are no frets. It's just yeah. I'm used to frets because I'm a guitar player. Um, okay, so you just kind of have to have your are. finger in the right place. If you have it slightly off, then it's going to sound slightly off. Not only that, the uh, strings are curved. Mm. Like yeah. Right. Make an arch. yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. You have to pay attention. Yeah. And it's not plucking the strings unless you are actually plucking the strings, which they do like sometimes. Plucking, but mm-hmm. actually, when they there's a lot of moving when you're playing the violin. That's why people get so into it. You know, yeah. your whole body's into it. It's, it's... not just. It looks it's you, you if you know how to play violin correctly, you already look like a badass. Pretty much every instrument in like a classical like setting is impressive if you know how to play it. Yeah. Yeah, it was you're saying that people, you know, grow up it's which is funny cuz like they're in your high school they're like you have to be in some type of art 
and back when I was in middle school, like, yeah, you got to be in the band. I was like, oh god. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I had nothing wrong with being in the band. It was it was fun. I uh, I played the trumpet actually for the longest time when I was in middle school and through high school. I stopped my junior year. I stopped playing my junior year. Yeah. Um, it just wasn't for me. It's, it's not that I couldn't play it. It's just like. I personally didn't feel like I was good enough compared to everybody else because there were definitely people who were better than I was. And I was like, I might as well let them take it. And I was, did I give up? Yeah. <laughs> 100%. I did. <laughs> but, you know, I it's I always like seeing that talent in something that they can mainly progress in because I know where my talents lie. And it's not me blowing into an instrument. It's, it's obviously my words. And mm-hmm. that's about it. I got nothing else. <laughs> Honestly, you 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 still gotta find it. I think if you if you think if you think that (laughs) you only have, like you definitely have something. I think everyone definitely has something that they are super talented in. Whether it's like very obscure or if it's like a really general skill, Mm -hmm. everyone has. Like for you personally, I think you're a very charismatic person. Thank you. A lot of people, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people were saying that. that I've talked to anyway, that Sam especially seemed very natural. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the podcast I'm talking about, Sam v- seemed very naturally like into like that podcast mode where as for me and Brian, we're still kind of, we're still getting used to it. We're still kind of awkward when it comes to talking into a microphone. The only difference is I'm awkward always. That this is true. Yeah. Well- I would like to say we got talking into video games, Brian. Oh, thank you, Tony, for saying that. I really yeah. appreciate. Yeah, it. Yeah, no problem. My self confidence just boosted. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we got when we got talking to video games, Brian. You, your confidence level was like, I got this. You guys have no idea. And I was like, Oh, look at Brian. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> his area. That's what I do. Yeah, that's like though. That's your thing though. That You're, and eat. Yeah, I feel that. Me too. Can't even lie. Yeah, I'm a foodie. I'm a food person. I like food. Nobody else likes food except that, for me. <laughs> God, I want to hate you. I know. I know food, what foodie means. I was just making fun of yeah, the people yeah. who say that. But. I mean, but like, a, I like, I could, that's definitely be a great episode to do, actually, us talking about food, because there is a lot of things that uh, people say about food. And they're like, oh, yeah, I eat this, this. I'm like, but are you willing to try this? They're like, no. Stop talking. You're not a foodie. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. If you can't try something else, honestly. But back to music. Uh, but I do think that sometimes, you know, music, it isn't always a helpful thing because you can be at your worst times and, you know, something can come up and then you associate that song with it. Because I know a number of people that uh, back when I used to know them, they know they'd love this one song. I'd be like, yo, you still listen to that one song you listen to? Like, nah. I'm like, why not? You know, there's some type of relation to it, like a negative yeah. memory that actually that hit them down the road. And they're like... Yeah, I just can't do it anymore. I'm like, I understand that, but you know, don't let that get you down. It's just a piece of what that memory is. So you just take what you want from it, and you can either learn from it, get better from it, or you can just leave it behind. And if you choose to leave it behind, all the respect to you, because mm-hmm. that's just something that you know you have to grow. You yeah, have to grow to that. Exactly. Personally, um, I love music so much that I don't think I could stop listening to a song just because it reminds me of something. Um, from like any dark day that I've had mm-hmm. because the, I do have my handful of songs that remind me of dark places, but it doesn't, I don't know. Um, it, maybe it's just, I don't let it get to me that much. It's just when it reminds me of, of those times, I still want to listen to it because it's, 
I think it's good to remember those times. Um, Still makes you feel something. Yeah. yeah. Well, well, not only that, but because um, it, it's still a part of your life. Yes. I, mm-hmm. you know, I, I understand that like, there are things that people just don't want to have in their in their lives at all, which is which is fine. I completely understand that. But um, I don't know. Personally, for me, um, my life is my life, and I want to remember all of it. I, no matter what it is, it, it's it's part of who I am. Mm. And I want to remember it because it, that's it, that's part of what makes me me. Mm. Well, yeah, memories are memories, good or bad. Yeah, you know what's funny? Another thing when actually growing up and listening to music, uh, me being the ethnicity that I am, you know, being the color of being an African American, you know, people associate that you mainly listen to rap. I do listen to rap. Yeah, but I mainly grew up listening to R and B. And listen to R&B, I ventured in the opposite direction, I would say. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of Michael Jackson, Outkast, mm. dude, like, everywhere. My music was just everywhere. So, like, growing up, I'm just like, wow, I could really, like, you know, try different things. Like, we talked about in episode one, you know, we listened to Gorillaz through high school. That's, that's what we yeah. did. And that's something that kept us, like, you know, interested. Back mm-hmm. from that, we actually just, before this, we freaking listened to Skrillex. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, it was just com- that's just a complete different genre. And not only that... Uh, to s- many people, actually, favorite artist of all time right now is Masego. Go check him out. He's fantastic. I'm not saying much about him. Don't know him personally, but it's, <laughs> it's great. Great music. If you like jazz and trap music, it's he's pretty darn good. But actually, to some people's surprise, I actually listen to Oh Wonder. People don't know who the heck that is, but yet when I say a key lyric from it, from one of uh their songs, is actually played with... uh. What's his name? Uh, Uzi. One of, he actually had part of their song in his. And they're like, wow, who was that? And I'm like, that's Oh Wonder. They're like, you know them? Yeah, I've known them since like middle school. Huh. So it's yeah. been some years. You know, I think I know what song you're talking about. I yeah. can't remember the name on the top of my yeah. head. But, but it's, it's, they're great artists. And if you love the music, no matter what, I th- I'm not saying you should be like, they're the best, whatever, but, you know, express yourself, <laughs> you know, if that's something right. that you really do love and like, and if somebody asks you about it, don't be, don't feel bad about it, because you like the music, it's, no way, if they judge you for it, I'm sorry, but they're being jerks, there's no real point for somebody to be yeah, like, right. you listen to that, <laughs> nobody cares, man, you listen to it, they probably listen to some soft stuff to themselves. It's just like the thing with country music, like, oh, I actually, I know a lot of people that listen to country music, so but I. I have met people that are like... I mean, I I that, I personally I like some country music. I don't like some. That's true. But that's, true. that's just me. Um, a lo- I know a lot of people that don't like country music at all, and that's fine. But it that doesn't make country music bad music, and it's the same with rap. I I, I listen to some rap, but not all of it. I don't mm-hmm. like all of it. That doesn't make that doesn't I mean, you don't make like it bad music. Yeah. Yeah. in my eyes, I completely um, agree with you, Sam. By the way. You said mumble rap. Oh yeah, Mum- mumble rap's interesting. It's not. It's not. It's a different form of art, but it I is. will say it's one of like because personally, I listen to literally anything, and I hate when I get asked like, "Oh, what kind of music are you into?" And I say literally anything, and they ask me to specify. So I just That's open true. up my that, Spotify that at is, this point and show them my playlist of yeah. over eight thousand songs I have liked. Right. <laughs> I yeah I. Uh... <laughs> Sorry, um, 
Should we take a my pause? both of my nieces are here, so you might hear some sc- screeching, to say the least, in the background. Sorry if Just that happens at all during the podcast. It'll probably cut a little bit of it. Yeah, we'll 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 cut as much as possible. But yeah, um, generally, uh, people tend to stick to the music genre that they listen to in their teen years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I I think there have been studies on that too that. Um, People, when they start listening to a certain genre of music, especially during their younger years, they um, they stick to that and they stick to that for a lot of their lives. So um, I've heard a lot of people saying like, get in, like start listening to a lots of different, like lots of different types of music as early as you can. So mm-hmm. you can like pretty much any genre of music. And you hear that from uh, when you hear uh, older people uh, say, what kind of music is this? This is the devil's music, and oh, uh, that that I, has I, happened I, in I've every. Heard that I have also heard <laughs> there, that. Ha- that happens in every generation. That happened when rock like came around in the fifties. Old mm. people used to say, the devil's music, but you know, people now, you know, old people have been saying that about rap yeah. nowadays, yeah. and I, it's just it's it's a lot of it's a lot of. Um, <laughs> no. that being into it, is, it's the stoners music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's a lot of, um, them being close minded in music. Mm-hmm. They, they call it bad music when it, just cause they don't like it. No music is bad music. In my opinion, it's all a form of art. It is. Yeah, it is. I will never pass down listening to somebody's new song that they offer me to listen to. I will listen to it entirely, but then I'll give you my full opinion if I don't like it or not. Mm. I will say this generation of music uh it's kind of yeah but i feel like sometimes it like lacks a story but that's just my opinion i like music that tells a story mm-hmm. right. i would say which is why i like a wonder which is why i liked outcast which is why i liked michael jackson you know it was always a story that was giving you something but like masego's stuff gives a story uh some other stuff though i was kind of like it seems repetitive almost <laughs> you're saying well, yeah that's what i was just about yeah. to say like it seems like all not all, but a lot of modern of the bigger, like names, bigger names. Yeah, it yeah. just seems like they're cut and paste. Yeah, of each other and themselves. Yes, yes. Uh, and another another thing is, I feel like some some artists are creating stories, stories, <laughs> creating songs that are more catchy, you mm-hmm. know, and don't really like tell you something. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's focused more on the sound rather than. The message. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Some stuff's catchy. Some stuff, the beats in it, mm-hmm. pretty nice. And that's probably pretty why nice. it's so Just popular. Yeah. That's probably why it's so popular, too, is because it's catchy. Yes. Um, and I'm not shaming anyone for listening to music based on the sound. Oh, no. Because that's that's completely okay. But um, personally, I, I like to listen to the the lyrics and the message as well mm-hmm. um which you know a lot of people will say that 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 they that they do even if even if it's more about the sound but um it all depends on the person and nobody's wrong right nobody's wrong how they see it um nobody likes a gatekeeper just like I said, and I think it was the last episode, yeah. The last episode. Yeah. Yep. yeah yeah so don't don't be one of those people that that kind of go. Oh, you don't even know the lyrics. You don't even know what the song means. You can't like it. 
if they enjoy the music, let them enjoy their music. Yes. It's yeah, it's yes. not unless you're the artist, <laughs> you really have no say. <laughs> right, right, and and the I could say that for anything. Don't be a gatekeeper. Nobody likes a gatekeeper because it it's not it's not right. Pe- let people enjoy the things that they like to for their own reason. Yeah, and that goes for everything, not just music. Right. Yes, yes it does. Yes, it does. Speaking of another, uh, going back to gorillas, it was funny. Uh, two, this is two different cases actually happened not too long ago. Uh, I was on the way home from Iowa and talked to my friend Sarah. Talking about gorillas, you know how every once in a while you'll find somebody that actually has that same like like in that type of genre. Music. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was driving, and I was like, man. She's pretty cool. <laughs> I was like, she's pretty cool. Because she like knew what she was talking about. She knew the music. And I was like, man, that's awesome. But in another case, I was talking to somebody else. And they're like, gorillas. Like, man, it seems like they just got like a bunch of, you know, just saying something. It doesn't really seem real irrelevant. Blah, blah. You know, they certainly don't have too many other people on there. I'm like, not too many people on there. That's where you're wrong. They have mm-hmm. so many yeah, So many people. features. And somebody was making fun of the fact like it doesn't really like sound something that'll catch their eye or uh, who does the the actual rapping portion for gorillas that's a uh, something my tongue i can't think of his name i can't either um, in, in the older songs yes mm-hmm. yes it's a uh, gosh i don't i i couldn't tell you anyway not the point but obviously like, i'm not a true gorilla <laughs> but heathen right you liar it's just um, the other two people who can't remember his name yeah <laughs> Uh, but I was sitting there. I was talking to him like, "Man, do you realize that Schoolboy Q has been on one of their songs? Snoop Dogg has been one on, on one of their songs, right?" Um, I almost said Masego, not Masego. Anderson was it Anderson Pack? It was it. It was Anderson Pack or, um, oh gosh, I feel so bad since I can't remember his name because I listen to him all the time too. But it's a, a bunch of known rappers and artists to this day have still been features on gorilla albums hmm. yeah and i'm like what i didn't know that they're still making this many features I'm like it's something like yeah. that's so impressive and people are like don't realize that artists collab all the time and people aren't aware of that that mm-hmm. they make such a beautiful song at that i'm just like you get, like you said people gotta venture out people gotta know what's out there you can't just stop on what you like don't get me wrong if that's what you like it's what you like mm-hmm. i respect that yeah just don't knock anybody else down or somebody yeah, tries rest- to offer you something. Don't be don't like, restrict yourself to one genre. Yeah. Right. Something about gorillas is that you can't really put a genre on them either. Um, it, I don't think I have anything more to say about it. You just can't. It, there's there. I mean, you could put, a, I guess, a genre on some of their songs. Mm-hmm. But that's not even... You don't put a genre on just a song. Usually when you... And it's the same thing with uh, 21 Pilots. They do a lot of different genres That's as true. well. That is very true. Because... Um, th- but the reason specifically about uh, Gorillaz is that they just kind of make their own music. Mm-hmm. They make it, there's, yeah. there's a lot of... Um, everything is unique. Yeah. Yes. Everything is unique from them. It's a lot like Bare Naked Ladies. Like you, the, a lot of their songs are... They're, they're similar but different. They range in genre. From like pop to I don't even know what you'd call their normal kind of style of music. Yeah, there are some because it's styles. not pop, but it's not. I would probably say like maybe rock. It, I don't know. It's rock, but it's not. 
Yeah, it, it, it feels too loose to be rock, and they use a lot of classical instruments. Yeah. Can I, I think one of the main guys plays cello. That's impressive. The, yeah, because the, he doesn't. He, he, right. You know, there there are a lot of it. bands that I listen to that I can't really put a, just a specific genre. It's like a bunch of genres mixed together. You mm-hmm. know, um, I know uh, a few metal bands that like to use a lot of different um and you know you classify them as like a metal band but um they use a lot of different uh different components from different genres into their music uh one band specifically is avenge sevenfold Hmm. that's one of my favorite bands of all time um and avenge sevenfold is a band that i used to listen to and in middle school a lot that's how i met brandon he i was on the bus listening to event sevenfold and he saw my phone he's like hey i listen to them too badass and we <laughs> came, became friends from there literally and uh not metaphysically literally literally yeah yeah, yeah. To, um, this day. yeah. to this day anyway um but i i really like to watch the uh their breakdown videos that they have on youtube because they break down their songs How they and do it. yeah they take they they'll single out a track or they'll single out a few um different tracks different to play for you stuff. yeah and it's it's so before watching these videos i you know i already appreciated their music for what it was a lot but watching these videos made me appreciate it even more which i didn't even know was possible there there are so many layers that go into their songs that you don't really hear but at the same time if you were to take them out you would know something was missing from the song mm-hmm. they're everything in their song like everything in their music has a purpose every sound that they have they layer it with other sounds sometimes too um there's a lot of vocal tracks going on a lot of the time lots of guitar um and like i was saying earlier with the different styles of of music the drummer um their their previous drum well i guess whoever their drummer is they've had like three i think mm-hmm. um they I always like to use different styles like i'll one i, I really like um like the funk slash disco um drum beats personally mm-hmm. i think they sound really cool in metal because it's like it's two styles of music coming together to create something really cool in my opinion, I like the sound of it a lot. I'm impressed. Yes, maybe yeah. I have something else to look up after we are done with this. <laughs> right? I we're I'm going to talk about music a lot during this podcast. <laughs> I, cause I like actually another band. If I'm if I'm going to talk about my three or four favorite bands of all time, Tool. no, yes, you're I was not. I was actually you're not. Fuck you. First of all, <laughs> second of all, yes, I was going to bring up Tool next. See, um, I get the yes, you get the fuck you. <laughs> Um, this time. Listen. Anyway, uh, Tool. So I hadn't really started listening, like actually started listening to them until uh, about, I think it was like maybe last summer or the summer before, which I, I've always liked them. I knew them. I knew who they were as a band. My dad used to listen to them. But the thing is, um, we never really had any of their CDs. And for a long time, they would only sell CDs. They wouldn't 
go on any streaming platform. Now they are. They are on Spotify at least. I don't know how many other streaming services uh, they're on. But um, I remember when they when they finally uh, went on to um, put their music on Spotify, I, I listened to a lot of them. I, I started listening to them a lot more um, because I could. Um, it was just a lot more convenient. And I, I liked... It was around that time, too, where I started like watching videos about people breaking down their songs. And one song in particular I think is really cool is um, Lateralis. Uh, so Lateralis... Um, I it, it has to do with the Fibonacci sequence, with uh the syllables in each in each um like stanza, um how the the drum beat goes with the song, they they're different but they intertwine and they they make it work together. It's so cool how that mathematic thing. Mm-hmm just makes music yeah 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 it's it's super cool and the lyrics are uh about the... it's super cool math is not no i love math i don't know I have freaking... you ever been on cool math i suck at math uh, math is so cool only the cool kids like math i was good in english <laughs> i wasn't <laughs> i was yeah i was particularly good at math i think when when i was in in school math was like one of the one of the only things i had uh, an e- a really easy time with couldn't do it for me it was chemistry chemistry yeah That's I, was, interesting. I was good at any other science but chemistry <laughs> i think it's because there's just so many numbers and measurements so just chemistry like, oh, was no. hard for me i couldn't do it <laughs> gosh but going back to yeah. um uh, to all um especially a lot of their lyrics too um maynard james keenan is a fucking genius uh he he's the lead singer for Tool, and he writes most of their music. Um, the The way they make music too is is pretty interesting. Um, I think I, I watched an interview uh, where I think it was um, first the bassist comes up with a bass line, um, then he he brings it to the rest of the band, and and they make it into the rest of the band being the the guitarist and the drummer, and they make a beat following that. It's usually some weird. Um, concoction of mm. ideas it, it's a no uh it's it's usually a weird time signature mm. um i don't know if you guys are familiar with that I, i've heard it's it's basically how the beats come together most songs are four four which would be one oh two, okay yeah three, mm-hmm. you explained it that way the sen- sorry yeah. i'm kind of stupid <laughs> no um i <laughs> I, do I, I just i just understand <laughs> that because i studied music a lot um but for yeah, for anyone who doesn't, you know, know music that well, it's whether it's one, two, three, four, or some music is um, three, four, which is just mm. three beats in a one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. You get the point. But uh, usually they have like really weird time signatures in their songs, and if you listen to it, you'll you'll be able to hear that the weird and they and they change a lot too in the middle of the, yeah yeah in the middle of the song usually usually when it gets to the chorus um they add a beat or something like that mm-hmm. um but yeah they'll usually like create the track and then after that they send it to the lead singer um Maynard and he he kind of writes the lyrics about 
like what he feels with the song. He listens to the track mm-hmm. and um, he'll write the lyrics to how he feels the song should be about. So I, I just think that's super impressive how you can just do that. It, it's, it amazes me, especially with the lyrics that he writes. Mm-hmm. They, they hold so much meaning um, that I'm, I'm just like speechless. Yeah. He's like the power that band, of music. It's it so it, to you. It, it really does, does it to me. Yeah. It, it's, it blows my mind. And that's, that's what I love. Well, when you really it. sit down and like think about how people actually make music, it's a lot more than just, you know, it's a lot more than people think. Mm-hmm. It's a lot harder. It's a lot more. There's a lot more thought that goes into it, especially when you're trying to tell a story. Right. And um, another thing about gatekeepers really quick is that they can say, you know, you don't know what this song is actually about or, you know, any stuff like that. But in reality, um, a song can be whatever the hell you want it to be about. Yep. Mm-hmm. If you can connect to it in a in a way that the artist didn't originally attend intend that's okay like who gives a shit yeah. It, it, yeah. if if you enjoy the music still good yeah <laughs> if you enjoy the music for the way you interpret it that's that's the way you interpret it and that's what i like so much about i i think i remember uh correct me if i'm wrong but i think it was on a hot ones episode they had billie eilish and she, she said the same thing Mm-hmm. Um, he, I, think, he, I think you are correct on that. Yeah, he asked her a question like, uh, "Her beats are sick in her songs." I haven't sat down and listened too much, but I, I from what I've heard, I do agree. The bass is phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> if, if we're taking a second to actually <laughs> talk about saying. Billie Eilish music, um, I know it's like a joke to have like fifteen-year-olds and fourteen-year-olds crying about uh billy eilish's music but <laughs> i've listened to full songs and i've cried like i'm not gonna lie like billy eilish she fucking hits it is, home sometimes it is, it is. she does make some really good music i, I will mm-hmm. admit and i'm kind of it's like, really emotional even even if the the song isn't like the lyrics don't relate to me as much the sound of the music makes me fucking sad she's so good at she's making that sound i will say the back to you said 14 15 year olds feeling that way it's because they haven't a hundred percent experienced life right on hand. Yeah, <laughs> at least a few of them. I'm I'm not saying you haven't or have not because I don't know anybody or what you've been through. But I'm sure, but over fifty percent probably have not. Yeah, <laughs> just saying. So back to what I was saying yeah. uh, about music is, he asked her a question like, "What do you think about um, uh, these people who?" What what or I think it was like what do you think um, about people who don't quite interpret your songs right or mm-hmm. to interpret yes, it yes, wrong? Yes. And she said that she said, um, "Well, it doesn't matter the way you interpret it. If you if you interpret it a different way that than I intended, that I intended, it's fine. Because if you connect, if you can connect to the way you interpreted it, that's how all music should be. Is that you? If you can connect to it, that's a very powerful thing." in music and that's the way i think most artists would want their music to be interpreted just like as long as you can connect to it not even just music just art in general like yeah you can feel a certain piece you can't feel a certain piece like 
or even like in theatrical art yeah just the, not like something but somebody else could love it yeah it's it's the power that's literally within your words mm-hmm. right i think i'm gonna go into motivational speaking and change my podcast into that you know just get people going you should do that yeah, yeah. If, you, if you think the, no, no. <laughs> let me try that again if you think <laughs> i think so um yeah if you think you should do that like do it like go ahead yeah. fucking yeah. do whatever you try, want try something mm-hmm. different try something new hell yeah speaking of like the the uh. lyrics thing um uh. i know here's another one of my favorite bands of all time is vampire weekend a very um, good band. Now that's kind of different from the the previous two bands that I've said before, <laughs> but I my I love all kinds of music. We were just talking about this. We love all kinds of fucking music. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, Vampire Weekend. When I started listening to them, I if you listen to their lyrics, if you read their lyrics, it it's really obscure, and I also really like that style. Of, of lyrics of like kind of stuff that doesn't make sense yeah. um some of their music you can you can kind of uh get a story from it but there are other songs that kind of don't it, it, it's again very obscure lyrics it's kind of hard to gather anything from it but if you can gather something from that even if it's not what the artist originally intended i i think it's pretty cool that you can and and I I think that's partly why I you know I I don't know if this is actually true but I would think that's partly why they make their lyrics so obscure is so that people can interpret it differently than uh, one another. It's not so um, it's not that clear as to what the lyrics are about per se, but it's it's more about feeling it and interpreting it in the way you feel that you can connect to it correctly. You're absolutely correct, Tony. Because, yeah. like, like you, like you said, going on from all your different loves for your different bands and whatnot, you like whatever you take from it, and whatever you get from it, and you take it upon yourself and how you can actually feel a certain way from their music. Like you said, the obscurity of it still like, yeah. brings like such a powerful emotion to you. It's it's a phenomenal experience, no matter who you are, what you're going through. Like we said at the very beginning, music is. No matter who you are, music is gonna take that toll on you. Yeah. It's yeah. gonna it's gonna make you feel something. Mm. Be good or bad. You're gonna love it. It can heal or it can hurt. But... Oh, it can definitely hurt. Oh yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I will it's it's funny when uh, you know, they incorporate songs to like video games and stuff, you know, you kinda go ahead and search that out and you're like, Yo, what is that? What is this song? Speaking of finding music, my Spotify uh Weekly is about the most funniest thing that I look at <laughs> every Monday. Because I'm like, man, that song is good. And I've been listening to the next one. What the heck is this? Because <laughs> <laughs> then I looked at my likes. I'm like, that's probably why that's there. That's not hating on the artist or anything, <laughs> but I'm just like, that wasn't a good song to me. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a good song. I, it's very hit or miss. Yeah. It's like, yeah. I feel the same way about some artists. There, there are like some art, a song that I hear that I really like, and I was like, "Oh, I'll go check out this artist." But then they, like the like, uh, the majority of like the rest of their music isn't like quite mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't quite hit you the, the same one, way as that one, one song did. There. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's always it's always frustrating. 
<laughs> Which again, it's it's personal taste. It's yes. not. It doesn't mean they're a bad artist yeah. by yeah. any means. But um, gosh, yeah, you know, I, like like Brian said, it's either hit or miss for for you. Mm. Um, it's all about personal taste. Yeah, exactly. Just like food. It's be a literal taste. Yeah, literal taste, but you taste with your ears. Um, with music. Music. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My brain went literal <laughs> taste in ears, and I was like, wait. He's like, wait a minute. I mean, technically, your ears, nose, and mouth are all connected, right? Am I wrong? Well, if you're, if you're going that far, everything's connected. You are correct. <laughs> <laughs> you are correct. And Yes. Yes. I don't think your ears are connected, though, uh, in the way that you're thinking. Well, yeah, I don't mean like that, but, like, you ever, like, cleaned out your ears, but then you, like, go... <coughs> no. 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just you. <laughs> you see a doctor, Sam? <laughs> just gonna be quiet for the rest of the episode. You just uh, itch your knee and sneeze. <laughs> I, do, I do think... Even even when it comes into music, uh, speaking religiously, I'm not entirely relig- religious. I will say, but I will I will say for those that listen to gospel and I, it's something like that is powerful enough to move people. I've been in church, I've gone to many, actually multiple of them, and the power of the gospel that people hear, you know, it really brings people to tears. And I think that is still an amazing sight, mm. you know, to see people have that reaction to, you know. The music that's coming to them. Don't get me wrong. There is even more attachments when you know it comes from like the Bible and whatever else. But you know, it's it's still that effect of mm. music because some people relate more to the music than they do the words. Yeah. But that's just my experience from you know actually being there and being in church. Yeah. yeah. And I will say I'm not religious myself at all. Um. But yeah, you are right. Gospel music is very powerful. It very is. It really is. It's just the way it's presented and sung. It's just nuts to hear. I am super into music. If you couldn't tell by now, if you couldn't tell by now, I am super into music. Music just period is is super powerful to me. If you can, if you can, uh, anything that comes naturally to you, um, when and when songwriting, I think is is really cool. I I've you know seen interviews i've heard podcasts of like artists that go on and they talk about their different um kind of music style how they their music writing process they're they're drastically different there's no right way to write a song some people it comes naturally some people uh they come up with a guitar riff and then they feel lyrics coming on um some some artists it's the other way around they create the lyrics first and then the music uh it all depends on on how you uh how it comes to you naturally like the most i think think another big thing when it comes to like artists and stuff is you know when an artist passes away or unfortunately you know they are in some type of accident just recently uh Vaughn just recently uh, passed away not too long ago. I uh, don't know if you guys, if you guys listened, to, you didn't know who he is. Okay, um, he just recently passed away, and like the world gets shocked by that. Uh, X died. Yeah, that was that was a huge shocker to a lot of people because I loved his music. I really did. The, the screaming stuff, I won't lie, got me laugh because it, it really did. But like it always like got me in a good mood because you know you don't normally yell at the top yeah. of your lungs to music, but like yeah. that's how you like. <laughs> 
like, ah! yeah. you know, but, um, <laughs> but like uh, Michael Jackson, he unfortunately, you know, passed away due to an accident, you know, stuff like that. It really shakes the world, you know, because their music they, has an impact on people. Yeah, yeah. to all, tons of people, a lot of people. So it's like almost that part of you has been stripped away, even though it wasn't like necessarily yours. You know, right. it's never reproduced for anybody to hear anymore. It's gone. Juice passed away. That that was heartbreaking. That was yeah. For millions, and people were speechless. Mm-hmm. And don't and which is, I wouldn't say it's a good thing that they passed away. Which is not where I'm going. I'm saying, but still, you know, they left a legacy behind. You know, having kids and whatnot. Yeah. Also, the thing that kind of sucks because some people are I expect something of that children. They're not their parents. Mm-hmm. They're right. not. They're going to create their own path and grow up how they want to be. So yeah. if anybody tries to get on them about that, I will I'll probably say something. <laughs> and I don't even know the people, but, you know, it's it's different because you can never replace somebody that has passed. Mm-hmm. What's always nice to think about, though, is, like, the, the money side of music as well. Because, uh, like you said, uh, like you said, it was almost, you know, or it's not good that they passed away, yes. but I bet their publicists think so. Oh. In a way, yeah, because they... Because their musical now skyrocket. Yeah. And although it's brief, you know, it's still... Yeah. The big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Another thing. I I don't know if you guys heard about what happened to Kesha. Um, I don't. I, I didn't hear. So I, I think I, I watched this in the YouTube video. I, I didn't know exactly what had happened either until I... Is this recent? Um, well, no. Um, when Kesha was really popular when she got signed by like her record company whatever that was i don't remember what it was um but they kind of forced her to do things that she didn't want to do oh mm. yes okay yeah, yeah that I kind do, of thing I do know what you're i'm like just recently i'm like what? yeah no no just like yeah what yeah, happened with her, I think her, I her popular music yes yeah she they they kind of forced her to go into like this all party thing like uh, people like music about partying and getting yeah. drunk and you know shit like that. Mm-hmm. So they they you know had her dress in skimpy outfits for music videos, and you that know sing her. songs about those that that kind of stuff. Um, which they, it did get popular, it but did. but that's not what she wanted to do. And and there were things happening, you know. Behind, behind closed doors but yep. where people didn't know mm-hmm. what what kind of shit was happening to her which you guys probably should do your own research into this yeah, yeah. i'm i'm not gonna say because yeah. i it's been a while since i watched the video i don't know exactly what happened uh but yeah there there were things that happened that people didn't know about for a long time and she finally broke out of it which I, i'm very happy for her mm. i i never really listened to her music that much other than hearing it on the radio but um that that kind of thing sucks yeah. to hear about, especially you know being that young and signing a record deal can be a very exciting thing. But and then it's also to very have dangerous, yeah, yes. yeah, it is very dangerous. You're, you're still young and you are easily influenced. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it can be very exciting, but you have to be careful because you you can see from that bad things can happen from yeah. that. And I hate, it's it's sad to see, and it happens a lot in the movie business as well. Yeah, there's a lot of actors that are just made to do things they don't want to do, but yeah. they do it because it's money. 
it's it's their contract too. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's their contract, and well, like I said, money makes everyone do whatever. You throw the right dollar, you know, <laughs> you throw That's enough true. zeros behind the one, you'll do whatever. That's true. I, well, not only that, but they it they might lose their job and if they can't well, yeah. make money that that's the and thing. then they get bad pr yeah i, I will say you know wanting to be an actor as i grew up you know actually still my number one dream so if you hear me and hear my voice i'm more than welcome to do it anyways <laughs> we'll all hop on voice acting <laughs> right yeah us all just i would love to voice, dude, act. voice acting that be great because so especially fun. you know you can still do that at home too you know so mm-hmm. you can go wherever yeah. you want to go i would love to do Anime dubs. Oh, that would be oh, so cool. Oh, dude, that'd be sick. Yeah. You imagine be... us in anime? Dude. It'd <laughs> be so dumb, but I love it. Imagine us being in anime, but we're like, we do like a newscast thing. It's like three of us or something. That'd be dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like, I, I would love to do either anime or video games. Those are, oh, video would games be my two my number one things list, I would love to list. do. Especially but, now since they have the CGI of people's faces and stuff on there. Yeah. I think that's dope. Like, good luck getting into video games right now. Yeah. Speaking of... Uh, people's faces in video games. Oh no! <laughs> uh, the Last of Us Part Two did that. They had face models for people. If you guys aren't aware, they had face models for their characters, and but then they had different actors play their characters. So it was somebody else's face on an actor that was in a video game. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure they changed their body a little bit too, yeah. but the fit. Like seeing there, there are two people in particular that I've seen the face model for, and that's. That's Dina and that's Abby. And it's so weird seeing them in real life <laughs> after playing through the whole game. And it's like, they're nothing <laughs> like their characters. And, and it's so, it's the same thing with just regular actors, too. Just, yeah. I would have never guessed that Tom Holland was British. Oh, no. And I, <laughs> no, I, I've he's heard. so good at that. The American first time accent. I heard his voice, I was like, there's no way this guy has to be joking. Is he, is he putting on a, another character or yeah, what? Like, <laughs> like, is he coming in Kingsman well, or something? It's the, same what? For the, the, the guy who plays Lucifer. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's right. He, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whoa. I always find it super impressive when you find a British actor that has been talking in an English, in, in a, sorry, in an uh, American, American accent. And you, you just find out you're like, what? Because they're so good at it. Yeah. And it's the same the other way around, too. You exactly. hear a, a British person who is actually American. I want to be I an think actor so bad. <laughs> I keep forgetting that Chris Hemsworth is Australian. Like, you can hear it when he a speaks. Little bit, a little bit. Yeah, you can hear when he speaks in, like, movies. But it's like, I always forget where to place yeah. that accent. Yeah. Like, because there's not many <laughs> big Australian actors. I mean, there are. But. I was just gonna bring one up, Sam Neill. Yep. Too. Um, <laughs> I I just recently, if you guys don't know, Sam Neill is the uh, guy who played Doctor Grant in Jurassic Park in the first and the third one, and he's coming back for Jurassic Park Dominion. I'm excited. Personally, I don't really like the Jurassic World movies compared to the Jurassic Park movies, but I still enjoy them. They're still fun. That's just like what we talked about in the second episode when we talked about video games. You can't really compare it to something else, but in itself, it's still pretty good. Well, the second right. one leaves, uh, leaves more to be desired. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the first, first Jurassic World's good. Uh, yeah. I've noticed that the sequels to a lot of movies are pretty meh. The only one to this day that I like more than the first movie would be uh, The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> Star Wars. Really? Yeah, Empire Strikes Back is my favorite Star Wars movie. Huh. 
I can't remember which one that is because I'm not very familiar with Star Hoth, Wars. Ice Planet. Okay, the one, the one where they're <laughs> ah, the one where they're shooting, they're they're flying around shooting at each other in the ice planet in the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, the the giant yeah. mechanical camels. Yeah, there you go, camels. <laughs> They're called walkers, right? Yeah, ATATs. ATATs. Yes. I could go on a whole rant about Star Wars. I'm not gonna though. That's we'll for another episode. For <laughs> yeah, I was just gonna say. Will that. we talk about movies? <laughs> well, we don't know yet. I might be moving to something else. I might never shut up. <laughs> hey, that's all right, man. More content for us. Uh, <laughs> anyway, back to I was talking about Sam Neill. Um, he's so old now, but he looks so good. Yo, he's like 80, I think. That, he's like 80 something. That is another thing. Act seeing actors as you grow up, yeah, and then you see them now, you're like, "Whoa, you got old, but you're still acting and doing a darn good job." Yeah, yeah. I I just <laughs> saw him. I just saw him. this movie came out of uh, like 2015, 2016, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like the hunt down the wilder people or something like that. Um, it's a it's on Netflix. I know what you're talking about. I haven't watched it. It's it's an Australian movie with Sam Neill and then this. I don't. I feel bad. I don't remember this kid's name, but he's a little chubby kid. He, which he's he's a good actor. (laughs) It's so amazing, like seeing movies like child actors in movies, Mm -hmm. and then you realize, wait a second, that's a kid, and they're acting in a movie, and you just forget that they're acting because they're such good actors. What's what's more impressive to me is uh, Train to Animals. Trained to animals. Trained animals. Trained. Oh, tra- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not trained to animals. <laughs> I thought you were like <laughs> trained. I thought you were saying like a, a title of a movie. Or no, something. but yeah, that's that's also really cool. Mm-hmm. I think like, I've I've watched a few like uh, clips where how how the process is, and they and they see the animals seem like, oh, like I could have that in my house. <laughs> that seems okay. But like as you like continue to progress, you're like. That's actually a wild animal. That's not a good idea. No. But the process that people go with and the actual like attachment that these people have with these animals is impressive. You know, mm-hmm. just yeah. watching that, you're like, oh, I wish I could do that. <laughs> I can't even train a dog. <laughs> I can train myself to get up in the morning. I'm gonna, I'm gonna before I, I get my Sam. own, before I get my own pet, I'm gonna. I'm gonna binge. Uh, Was it Dog Whisperer? <laughs> Dog Whisperer. I'm gonna binge every single episode of Dog Dude, he Whisperer. He was in the episode of Bones recently. Like, really? Yeah, I was watching <laughs> Bones. I'm like, I do not remember this man being in Bones. I just, re- I just recently started uh, rewatching House. I'm probably gonna end rewatching Lost <laughs> next. Lost series was long. If you haven't watched Bones? Watch Bones. Bones out. The rewatch Bones. I need to watch that. Period. You need to watch a lot of shows. I yeah. recommended to you. <laughs> I do. I do want to watch Lost in Space. That's one. Y- I'm you and me are in. very bad about like you'll recommend like music to me, and I'll forget to listen to it. And I'll, I'll recommend, recommend show shows to you. To you. I'll, I recommended Attack on Titan, which I said in the first episode is my favorite anime of all time. You have you still haven't watched it all the way through. I have a lot of shows I still need to watch. But yeah, I mean, like there's there's a lot of stuff though nowadays. You know, from music, movies. We live in a world actors. of media. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. A, I'm not gonna say it's a good thing. <laughs> it is something to keep everybody busy. Interesting time. Yeah. Let's Interesting. just say that, especially now. Mm-hmm. Oh especially yeah. Now. Well, I just watch this like a few la- few days later and be like, it's still an interesting time. It is it's a very interesting <laughs> time. <laughs> oh gosh, but yeah, it, it, it's it's funny when we think about how 
everybody's doing such great things and you know looking at at them you're like wow i can do that the process to become an actor i tried to go through and i was like i couldn't do it first i couldn't but i'd rather create my own content and find my own way and you know right. get noticed because one money obviously two time it's another thing i'm not saying i can't be devoted to something because that's something i always wanted to do but at the same time you know I can't because there's other things I have to apply myself to and be prepared for because as you get older, you get more responsibilities, things change. Right. But for people who create music, you know, they finally are able to take that time and devotion to be able to do it. Of course, they're ha they might have a helping hand. They might be able to do it on their own, but, you know, they did something else to get there. So, as you said, you saw a child in that Australian movie. Yeah. Whatever process that he took, however he took to actually get there, no, congratulations to him. He did a fantastic job, and now he's really farther than any of us when it comes to something like that. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> but he probably grew up with that. And he probably grew up with that helping hand. You know, yeah. had some assistance to get there. I'm not saying he didn't do it on his own. If he did, I'm impressed because pff, I can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> especially pretty, as a kid. Yeah, you, especially as a kid. Do you ever see some of these child actors and go, I wonder how much them and or their family are getting paid yeah. to just be in the like. uh in Avengers, Tony Stark's daughter. Like, how yeah. much money do you think her and or her family made just for that little bit of screen time since right. it's a major Disney movie? More than I can make in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Probably more than I can make in three. <laughs> right. Uh, not debunking anything for that. But, like, I, I will say, you know, things like that for actors and whatnot, it actually takes – it does actually make – it takes a toll on the actor because uh, I believe who who played Aquaman – in oh, Justice League, his name is. I'm terrible. It's on the tip of my tongue, I but can, I'm pretty sure it's one of those like hard. I can tell you what movie, whoever it is, and the name movie that they're in, mm -hmm. but I won't be able to tell you what their name is. He was also in Game of Thrones. Yes, that's the thing. He was in Game of Thrones, but during that time period, mm -hmm. he got paid for it. He was stricken with debt, I believe, for the longest time. Mm -hmm. For Are him you and his about family. The live action film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Jason Mom's in it? Jason Moma. <laughs> Moma! Jason Moma. <laughs> Jason Mom. Mo Momoa. Momoa? Momoa? I don't know. I yeah. apologize if I messed up your name. <laughs> yeah, because he's watching this. I hope you watch. Can we, like, at him? <laughs> Jason Momoa? <laughs> Sir? Please hey. like our video? Yeah, thanks. Uh, oh, uh, there's... I, I forgot to... Uh, um put a picture up but i think last episode you were talking about um the video game high school show i think it's just yes. called video game high school oh vghs yes that's what it is <laughs> i watched yeah i watched the first episode and you, did and you see what i was talking about yeah 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 it was pretty sick wasn't it yeah that was pretty cool <laughs> i uh, like that uh yeah, it was a great series. Um but back to that, you know, being an actor and going through stuff like that, you know, there there are points to where you You'll be down to the dirt, as mm -hmm. I've heard. I wouldn't know. Dude, I heard method actors are the ones that get it the worst. Really? Mm -hmm. Well, because they get into the life of this character. I oh, mean, yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I, I started, I, I don't know if I, I don't remember if I finished it or not, but there's a, a documentary out there. Um, I think it was Jim Carrey that was. Yep. Yeah. 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 He was, yeah. Yeah, he was method acting this. Uh, this phenomenal actor, actor. Jim Carrey's a phenomenal actor. Yeah. Really. The, he, was, he was method acting this one 
uh, guy that I think was also an actor and mm-hmm. was basically his like idol when he was growing up. And they were making a movie about him. Jim Carrey got the opportunity to play him, and he method, methodized. He, yeah, he methodized him, and he it, that took a toll on him. Mm-hmm. That took a huge toll on him. I I actually use that whenever we did shows in high school. I like slowly became uh, that character in a way. Uh, <laughs> when we did, oh gosh, I'm gonna hate myself for saying this. When we did Star Mites. For anybody that has ever seen Star Mites, I will never do that again. But I played Shot Gras, which is the villain. <laughs> I had to figure out a way to make myself the bad guy. And to this day, I still somewhat use that mentality of being the bad guy in order to push myself forward. And huh. you read the description for that, didn't you? I, not all the way through. Don't. Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh. Um, great concept story. How we did it wasn't the best. I was upset with quite a few people in that <laughs> production that we did. Um, and for the people that went through that hell of a show... You know how pissed I was. Um, not the point of this, but sometimes, you know, I had to have a maniacal laugh. I had to figure that out. But I still think that's kind of where, you know, my attitude comes from when I get angry. I pull a little bit of shot growl. <laughs> and, like, I have this really, like, menacing present that kind of tells people, hey, shut up <laughs> before things get bad. But, uh, you know, it, those characters become a part of you over time mm-hmm. uh what's the what's the one we did uh in high school um Musical the boot comedy. the boot fell from this guy what's the almost uh, main almost yep. main almost, yeah. why 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 don't i remember that um <laughs> the boot yeah, fell from the sky yeah right um in that in that scene i was stressed i was worried things weren't going right and everything else and you know i still take that upon myself when I actually go through, like, everyday life, I feel like I'm back in that scene, you know, because I I still feel some, like, strange attachment to it. Yeah. It's almost like having, shouldn't make fun of PTSD about this, which I'm not, but, like, it kind of feels that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm back in that scene, that heat of that moment during that, it kind of hits me, and I'm like, stress beyond belief. It's <laughs> yeah. to like, another level. But, you know, for anybody who's been on stage and, like, even for you being backstage, you know, if things don't go right, you know, you kind of get that moment. It's kind of like, oh, crap, here we go again. Mm-hmm. It's This stuff sticks with you. So, as when, like you said, for method actors before, it's like that stuff sticks with them for an eternity, <laughs> honestly. There was, a, there was a scene in Almost Man that I think of now that you, like, mentioning it's, like, stressful being backstage where we hit the light cue to go and there was no lights. <laughs> and I was like, quick, board, kill. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, I just hear somebody, it's dark. And I'm like, I know, <laughs> on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Stuff like that, it's, it's fun, though. Mm-hmm. It becomes a part of you. Yeah. You feel that. Mm-hmm. And you'll always feel that. You're never going to pass those moments up. Back to when we talked about music, it's a part of you. You never want to forget that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to always want to 
I wouldn't say you always want to relive that moment, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> did remember that as a part yeah, of you. Yeah. yeah, you guys didn't at one point like we we like pulled the lever for the boot and it, like didn't fall. Yes. Yeah, but then yeah. we like went through and everything, and all here is <laughs> just on the floor, and everybody in the audience is cracking up. <laughs> oh gosh, that's funny. Oh, I wish I was back in theater. Those were good times. Back. I need to get back into. I need to find a job. Those, in theater. Yeah, those were great times being in in high school theater. Um, you think we could do our own production? Like make our own thing up. I mean, maybe we need somewhere to actually do it. Well, yeah, but like you know, back in back in we high school. You <laughs> <laughs> say we don't? No, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Uh, back when I was in, uh, when when we were in high school, my first, sh- I remember doing my first show and I remember the very first moment lights up the very first moment I was seen on stage acting, um, in a, in an actual show, um, was an incredible moment. I, we all, star catcher? it was, yeah, it was Peter and the star catcher and we started the show with everyone's backs to the audience. And mm. then one person would turn around when their line came at a time. Cause there was like a, there was like a, uh, a, a separate part where every character wasn't like actually their character. It was like, mm. it was like the prologue kind of. That was a fun show to light. Yeah. I, I, I just remember I just remember being up there and like feeling really excited. I thought it would be nervous, but all I could feel in that moment was excitement. Mm-hmm. Just knowing that there was a crowd of people behind me watching what watching me act. That yeah. that show that show's the one that made me really fall in love with theater. Just because like Me too. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember uh our original uh tech theater teacher Slager, I was like, because he wanted, because the thing about second year technicians is we had to be, like, we had to be part of a production yeah, to get full credit in the class. And I was like, I'm just dreading it. You know, I didn't know what crew I wanted to join or whatever. Yeah. And Slager was like, well, why don't you try a uh, light crew? And I was like, but can I be on light crew? He's like, I don't know. Ask Cameron. And it's like, at the time, like, I'd see Cameron around, and I was like, he was just one of those people I didn't want to talk to because he's he, very like, intimidating. I thought he would like just say no or just not slap the shit out of you. <laughs> I don't know, but then he I had asked that him. face that made you think he was gonna kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then I joined him. You know, I asked him, and he's like, "Yeah, sure, whatever." And I was like, "Oh, that was easy." Yeah. And then you know, first light call it's where I met like you know Parker Jensen. Uh, yeah. Just, you know, everyone. And I yep. was like, wow, this is a lot of fun. <laughs> you know? My first time um, acting on stage wasn't my first time on stage. That was actually the year before when I did, you know, going back to music, the talent show for uh, for our high school. This kind of happened out of nowhere a little bit. Like, at that time, I... Like, I had played drums before, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't as skilled as I am now, um, obviously. But uh, my friend uh, Roman, he played guitar, and he wasn't, we knew each other, but we weren't, like, friends' friends then. Um, I think he heard through one of our mutual friends that I had played drums, and he he came up to me one day, and he was like, hey, do you want to do the talent show with me? And I was like, 
sure why not i didn't really think about it that much i just kind of said yeah and uh we ended up uh practicing it was actually a tool song uh sober by tool um and it was just us two at the very beginning so we both um auditioned with just us two drums and guitar and we got in with just the two of us and they they uh the guy who's running the the talent show actually said he's like hey you guys got to get more got to get more people in there because you sound really good now but imagine how you are with how you how you'd sound with a full band and we were just like shit okay dude yeah so we ended up getting a bassist um who's already in the show he was helping out with a bunch of other acts who's playing guitar and bass um uh, if he's watching this, hello. His name is Javier Roman. Find him. He's he's so talented. He is so. I remember listening to him play guitar one day, and I was like, "Wow, what song is that?" And he's like, "It's not really a song. I'm just kind of like doing whatever." And he was like fingering different notes. It was like so fluidly. He was so. It was. It went so smoothly. I thought it was a song that he had practiced, but he was just. <laughs> He's just fucking doing whatever. He's just freestyling. He was so good at what he does. It's it's. Uh, I always found that that memory sticks with me because I thought it was so fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. The power of music. Yeah, that's yeah. Power that is so cool. He's so talented, and I feel bad that we never actually started a band with him because he wanted to. He showed enthusiasm about wanting to start a band, mm-hmm. and we. It's not too late. We. It's not. I guess. We we can still start it. Javier, if you're watching this, you know, hit me up. We'll start a band. Fuck yeah. We'll, we'll find we'll find people to to join our band, and we'll. You have my full support. I really want to start a band. I'll produce. <laughs> but um, continuing, uh, we got someone to sing for us. Who's? This is. Uh, not such a great idea to do this. You should never have a uh, significant other in a band with you. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I I brought my my girlfriend at the time um, to sing, and she didn't have she didn't have experience singing at all. Um, it was just really hard to find anyone who could sing and that was willing to sing yep. that song because it's a metal song. Mo- most people who can sing don't like metal music so um she was like she was kind of our like only hope at the time um but anyway being on stage and feeling that rush of having the the audience watch you play the rush that i had on stage was amazing and i think we only we only did it for two days the talent show Mm -hmm. but that felt amazing (laughs) That was the the first time I I remember performing in front of. I mean, there's there's a time before that, but that was like my first actual time performing an instrument in front of people, and that that was such an amazing feeling. And that's part of what got me into starting to do shows the next year, doing the 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 plays and the musicals. Very powerful. Well, if we're talking about first times here, I guess it's my turn. <laughs> uh, my very first experience with theater was back in middle school. No. 
No, it wasn't. It was sixth grade. It was sixth grade for me. Yeah. So for, we we made a we the teacher made her own production and we did it for her and whatnot. And I loved it. It was fun. Uh, it was pretty good for all the people that are in there. <laughs> I don't like to be like big head or anything about it, but eh, not everybody wanted to be there, and you could show, you could see it. I got that. <laughs> you could see. Yep. Um, but away from that, we actually did a uh, Mark Twain like mini production back when my I don't remember. I honestly try not to entirely remember it, <laughs> but. <laughs> Um, I it it was my very first experience. It was small, but you know, it was still like life changing for some of us. You know yeah. what we wanted to do. Yep. Um, which is also the first time I ever had to improvise on stage. To improv is so much fun, <sighs> dude. It was the scariest moment of my life, but I think that's why I love doing it right now. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, and no. But the worst part was, is that. Uh, it was like some frog leaping thing. This is back when I don't know if you guys will ever see this, but Maddie, Damien, Allie, uh, Maria, um, Alyssa, anybody else that I knew back then when we actually did this back. If you remember this, you can comment <laughs> down below on how bad this was. <laughs> it was bad. But I mean, like, it was still fun, and we did it. Like, don't get me wrong, for our age group, we still did a pretty good job. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I had to measure out these people played the frogs and they jumped a certain distance. I The measuring tape was gone. The measuring tape was <laughs> gone, and it's pitch black in the back, and I can't find it. I'm freaking out. We have to go on stage. I'm on stage going like this. Okay, it's got to be in a pocket. It's got to be somewhere. I can't <laughs> find it. I'm looking at everybody else. Maybe it's like caught in their pants leg or something. I'm staring around. I'm like, holy crap. What <laughs> the is the stress? Dude, like, I'm like, what am I going to do? Okay, I definitely felt so, that, yeah. So, <laughs> so they jumped. They jumped, I should say, yeah. a certain distance. I get on my hands and knees, and I go, okay, that's one arm. That's two arms. That's another arm. That's an arm and a half, two thumbs. I look up, and I repeat what I just said. The director is at the very top <laughs> laughing his ass off. <laughs> just incomplete. Dude, it was so funny. Everybody in the audience was dying of laughter. <laughs> and Damien, he's playing Martin Twain. He's sitting there in the rocking chair holding the book going, <laughs> He's like, how do I respond to that? He's like, and then he just says a number, and I'm like, oh god, I'm so happy that worked, (laughs) dude. I was hot, I was stressed, I didn't know what to do. At the very end, the director comes up to me. He was like, where was the measuring tape? I was like, I have no idea. He's like, that's okay, because what you did was hilarious. I'm like. was actually supposed to happen i'm supposed to take the measuring tape somebody else is supposed to set their foot down and i'm supposed to measure it a distance oh <laughs> <laughs> we, we find it. <laughs> dude i have never been so stressed in my life i don't know that was that was great that was a life memory for any of you that remember that I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Dude, sometimes props malfunctions are the best. Dude. Yeah. Speaking of uh, messing up on stage, uh, when I was when I was doing the talent show, there was one show where I dropped my drumstick. And, you know, I had extra drumsticks there just in case because, yeah. you know, I, I had done my research. People drop drumsticks on stage. I remember 
when that happened. I remember when I dropped it, I picked another one up so fast you couldn't even notice. I remember watching the video back and I was like, what? Wait, wait a second. Where what? You don't even notice. Like if That's you rewatch the video, yeah, I it, like I would be so stressed out. I, even practicing right now. And I, if I drop a drumstick, it'll take me a few seconds to go reach for another one. But it's the adrenaline that you have on stage that makes you just go. Dude, yes. It, 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 it's yes. there. The, the adrenaline is there for you. cat-like reflexes, dude. That stuff is oh, stressful. Yeah. All I have Jeez. to say is don't trust techies with your props. Know where your props are. Oh, yeah. yeah. Because oh, yeah. I, I, I wanted to slap a few folks. Because <laughs> uh, there was... You know, for music comedy and murders. Oh no! The the real swords we had. <laughs> you had a real swords for that show. I wasn't in that show. Me, me and the me and the props master. Uh, oh. We had a sword fight. <laughs> we reenacted the scene from Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Dude, the amount of panic, and I didn't have much. I didn't really didn't have much, mm-hmm. except. A freaking little flip knife that was actually a comb. Yeah. Uh, there was a malfunction that was absolutely hilarious. I, I will get back to. Um, but people are like, yo, where my stuff at? Da, 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 da. I can't find it. Go check the dressing room, blah, blah. I'm just like, we've been preparing for the past six hours and you lost your stuff and it's been like a minute and a half. It's the best when actors lose their props because it's we, we always know panic. where they are. That's the worst part. And most of the time, we'll just let them figure it out for themselves. We have little cubbies where your stuff is supposed to be, and then it's not there. And we're like, why were you touching it? And we're about to go on in about it's five always, minutes. It's always the most expensive props that go missing. <laughs> Didn't your crowbar break in one of the shows? Multiple times. Yeah, okay. Okay. There, yeah there was a show, uh, it was Sister Act, where... You did a fantastic um, job in that, by the way. That was great. Thank you. That was great. Thank you that so much. Sister Act was very good. It got, it got me emotional. Yeah. That's saying something. Um, there's one of my friends' aunts remember me as the bad guy in that show. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I met her at a party, and she was like, you're the bad guy. And I'm like, what? <laughs> That's one way to start it <laughs> off. Like, what? Yeah, she's How like, did you, you know? In that show, I was like, Oh yeah, Dude, that's when your hair was longer too, and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had yeah. long hair, but in that show, um, I was supposed to have a crowbar, and I would hit a character over the head with it to kill him. Uh, originally, in the in the script, it was a gun, but uh, we obviously couldn't yeah. couldn't have that prop, so we used a crowbar instead, and I it mean, wasn't a real crowbar. We were gonna, and it was gonna have blanks. Oh really? Yes, I did. We not had know the this. prop gun, and we had the blanks up in the. Um, we found them up in the props room, huh. but because of something that happened, we Recently, could yeah, it was we yeah, could yeah, do it. Yeah. yeah, it was in a it was in a bad time. So yeah, yeah, so that's right. That's it would have just been poor taste. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Um, As I mean, to say, all of Heather's I mean, wasn't, but that's you're not wrong. That was the literally the see, next we used year. Gun in that one? Yeah, I, was, I didn't understand. <laughs> I'm not saying okay, okay. I, that was like my only line though <laughs> in that entire show <laughs> in Heather's. Oh my god, what happened? He. What was it? What was what? I'm so upset. Because you were the dad. I was the dad, and then he fires off. I think he fired off the gun, 
I go, God damn it, Jason. I told you no firearms in the house. Yeah. That was my only real line in that entire show. <laughs> and I loved it. <laughs> and I loved it. I don't do musicals. That's why I loved it. Yeah. That is, See, oh I love God. musicals. They're so much I, fun to yeah, work on yeah. from a technician's standpoint. Speaking of musicals, the one that we did for Allstate, which we mentioned in the first episode. Uh, <laughs> um, that actually got me crying. It's a good show. For a musical. That yep. actually In got the me Heights crying. is a very good show. Yeah. Yes, that actually got me crying. I think the show that got me closest to crying was Big Fish. That was Yo. a but was show. then, Yo. But was then, I don't, I don't want to say ruined because I did enjoy that moment. <laughs> There's a moment where one of our classmates, um, it, it was at the previous uh, theater festival at where, where this happened. Um one of our classmates, he laughed. It, sounded, ah! it, it wasn't like, a laugh. <laughs> well, here's it sounded like he yelled no in the only silent part in this song, in this really powerful song. The entire, the entire thing at that. The entire the, the only show. silent moment in the um, pretty much the entire one show. One of the most climatic parts. He busts out laughing, but it's he only lets out one ha. One. And he goes, no! <laughs> And I will hope. I, I hope you know that I got so much shit for that because you were sitting right next to him, weren't you? No, no, no. It's no. not because of that. No. It's when I was in. Allstate. Yeah. Oh, People yeah. remembered. Yes, yeah. Remembered him for that. Yep, that's true. <laughs> um, but I remember there's a guy that was sitting right next to him, and he was telling me the story of when it happened. That was Joel. Yeah, Joel. Joel. Yeah, Joel, if you're watching this, th- yeah, this is you. I'm, I'm shouting you out, this Joel Cordonier. This is you. <laughs> um, I remember him telling me the story of him, that happening, him immediately going into shock Turning his head and seeing the entire theater staring at them. I remember that because so that was on the other end. Funny. We were sitting next to each other. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was you, me, Brandon. And the kids, this, this kid's mom was sitting directly behind me. I was trying. I knew who it was immediately. I had, uh, I tried so hard uh, to keep my laugh in because I knew what had happened dude, immediately. I was wide-eyed and I was like, I'm pretty sure you grabbed onto me. Dude, you were losing it. I was like, are you serious? Okay, no hate to the, no hate to the guy at all. At all. Uh, I apologize for everybody that was in that theater. Um, but that was kind of funny. That was uh, fucking hilarious. hilarious. It was pretty funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. We we were that school that went in there and just disrupted every little fragment of piece. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I, I remember Joel telling me the stories because they were like, he was laughing basically the entire time, but he was like, he was trying hard to keep it in. Yeah. But that one single moment of complete silence is when he, he maybe just it was broke. Sen- maybe it was like a sense of like, it's okay because like, you know, it's dark. You know? Yeah, <laughs> but, but he let it out as the lights were coming back up. I remember being completely dark. Lights are getting ready to come back up, but the thing is, we are dead in front. We are front front row. row, the center at that. 
all the attention from up here went. I hope you know backstage heard it too. <laughs> oh god, good times, good times, Bill. Good times. Oh, that's good. Oh man. Um, speaking of uh, embarrassing moments, I guess. Um, I my mom signed me up in like middle school or something like that. My mom signed me up for an acting class, or I think it was a filmmaking class. So oh. it wasn't just acting; it was like it, I think it was more of like how to shoot scenes. And we didn't even shoot the scenes. It, it, it was kind of a, it was a very janky. I don't remember exactly who put this on, but they have a YouTube <laughs> channel. It's called Fathead Films. I was in one of their videos. <laughs> This was a script uh, written by one of the kids in our class. Um, it was edited by the guys who were teaching the class. And then it was edited so poorly. So poorly. I could do so much better of a job. But uh, it's a video called Zombie School by Fathead Films, if you want to go watch it. Um, it's the worst video in the world. It's very cringy. Um, Guess what I I'm was, watching when this is over? Yeah. Yeah, we'll show it to you, and um, <laughs> maybe at some point I'll I'll kind of react to it and like kind of let's break watch. down. <laughs> let's watch. No, it, I yeah. will. I'll like react to it and I'll like like pause it in between. I'll explain what happened. What was supposed to happen, or what was supposed to happen? Because there's so much stuff that doesn't make any sense whatsoever to do, an do, audience member. Should we do a zombie film? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We need more people. That that's not hard to we, find. We could all remake this. I think. Us three. Remake a more dramatic version. Well, us three. Well, not just us three. We we would have I to have more people. Impressive. But yeah, but if we if we do that, I want to. <coughs> that would be super cool to do. But to like recreate it. I know people like to ask to help do makeup and stuff too. So that, I did that too. does help. Yeah. You know who you are. Yeah. You probably don't know who you are. That I hurt. don't know who you are. I'm or do I? Do I know oh. who? No? Do I know who that is? I think you guys know of them, but I'll have to contact them first. Okay. All right, cool. Mm. Going back to uh, the, the video, um, there's so many things, so many jokes and references that don't make any sense. There's one whole part of the video that I came up with, but the directors had no fucking idea what I what I was thinking of. When I told them this idea, um, so it just doesn't make sense whatsoever. It's the music doesn't go with it at all either, <laughs> and the music is so loud you can't hear anyone talking. Mm. It's so poorly edited; it blows my mind. <laughs> oh my god! And these guys—I don't know if they were college students or if they were like adults trying to make a quick buck or whatever. They were so bad. At making this film, <laughs> have they made, have they made anything else recently? Uh, I don't know. I was actually, I, I actually wanted to like check it out to yeah, see if they maybe, have made anything recent. Maybe, maybe they made something a little bit. It might have been like you know their startup thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, maybe they just didn't spend any time on it. Maybe they threw it together last minute, and that's what happened. But there's so many things that don't make sense because we we would discuss them mm. in the in the classes that we had, and we we're like. We they would like evolve, but we had we took not we didn't take the audience into consideration whether or not it would make sense to the audience. True. We mm. just thought of jokes that we thought were funny and threw them in there. 
And that almost happened with our acting class at, at Rock Valley. Um, there, oh. there, it's the thing that the the play that I was doing that he wrote actually. Mm-hmm. We 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 uh, for our final project we wrote scripts, and um, couldn't do it. He he picked like a few of them, um, to to do like, um, just like in front of the class. Yeah, yeah. He would give he would give that script to a group who that person who wrote the script wasn't in. Mm-hmm. And um, we would make a play based around <laughs> that. And I got his script, my group. And uh, there's this one girl that wanted to throw these jokes in that didn't make sense. And that was kind of in poor taste in in context with the, the with script. The story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a little bit more of a serious script. So I didn't want to like, ooh, yeah, ooh, I didn't. I've... I mean, it, I mean, serious as in like it. It didn't have to do anything with like serious topics. There was a lot that I had to cut out because it was just something from that that I had previously been working on. Yeah, it was like a, it was it was like a kind of like a demo of like what you were working mm-hmm. on. Basically, it, it was it was a it was a script that was had a full act one and starting into act two. However, um, I had to cut a lot of act one out so it would fit the criteria. Yeah. It had to be short enough, but it also had to be long enough, right? Mm-hmm. It was like in between these. But it was pages. supposed to be something serious, correct? No, no, it could be whatever. I mean, oh, my right. my script was about like random, just like double. Oh, oh yeah. Let me let me clarify that the, these scripts that we wrote they didn't need to be serious. They could be funny if we wanted. We we literally just wrote about whatever we wanted to. Mm-hmm. But his, his just so happened to be a slightly more serious script. It wasn't necessarily about like. A dead serious topic. It was just kind of a more serious um, setting. Setting, yeah. It was like gotcha. it was like uh, before major war broke out. Oh, yeah, okay. kind yeah. of. Yeah, and so, so was the person just trying to be like the comedic relief in a way. Yeah, there. Uh, uh, let me give you an example. There's a. Okay. Yeah, they wanted. Gotcha. So we had like sound effects. I I created like a whole like sound effect like track for it, <laughs> uh, which I thought was pretty cool. And at the end, she wanted. It was supposed to fade to black as you hear the nuke going off um, in, the, in the background. And she wanted to put a Mario death sound at the end. That and I was like, I, I was really pushing against that. And I was, I, I'm so glad that I, I, I said something um, at some point. I was like, I just don't want to like disrespect his script or anything like that because it's you a didn't more know serious. My script at the time, though, I did. You I did, did actually. Yeah, because oh. because it said your name on it. I it, think no, it didn't. The it scripts didn't? didn't have names on them. Oh no, no no no! What happened was you told me about what you wrote, and then I got your script. Oh, but you just didn't tell me. Yeah, I didn't tell you. Okay. Yeah, I was I was trying to be discreet about it, but um, luckily everyone else. Um, agreed with me that we didn't want to have like that, that kind of like jokey stuff in it. Did you tell everyone else that it was my script, or did you just keep that? Um, I said no. I I said I knew who the person was. Mm-hmm. I didn't say it was you <laughs> because was. Sam was in that class for a time, but was he wasn't it. part of that. Yeah, he I, wasn't a part no, of I, that. I, I but also Misai, we dropped out. Yeah, so it it could have yeah. been it could have basically been one and and i knew a few other people in that class too so it could have been one of those like four or five people that's true um i i just said i knew 
who wrote the script, basically. But that's all I said. I didn't tell him it, that it was yours and until we yeah. revealed it at the end. I wasn't going to say anything, but then the teacher was, you know, the professor was like, hey, do you want, you know, does whoever want their script to be known? And I was like, fuck it. Yeah, you took a second to decide that, I remember. Yeah. I was like, I tried not to look at you because I was like, they're going to know. They're going (laughs) to (laughs) know. So I just let you stand up after a few seconds. Mm -hmm. Rise. Sorry. Listen, I'm just happy I was Captain Morgan. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, he was Captain Morgan in his script. Well, guys, thank you for tuning in to Junk Drawer. We're so happy that you guys came back and have stayed all the way up to the end. My name is Samuel Stewart. I'm Antonio Lara. I'm Brian Rivera. Thank you for watching. Bye-bye. Uh, yo. <laughs>